it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. And now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Mild Curiosity in a Junkyard. I am Andy and with me as usual is... Is... Alex. Hello Alex, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Were you nodding? Because no one can see you nodding. Oh yeah, I'm good. <laughs> You're how good. are you? I am good. This week we are watching The Pirate Planet. And no one's a pirate so far. No, there is. The captain's a pirate. Oh, yeah, he's one pirate. <laughs> he's one pirate. He's yeah, it's the biggest... pirate planet, as if it's like an inversion. Well, you'll have to see how that planets. works out, won't you? You'll have to see what that means. I am seeing. Arr. Arr. No. You'll see it. Arr. The pirate planet. I don't know. Sure. Anywho, um, we began this story with a lovely model shot of this planet, which we don't even know what planet it is yet, still do we? Because really, it's a pirate planet. It's a pirate planet, yeah. Because um, it's not the place that, that the Doctor was it's meant to be going place. to. No, it's not the place the Doctor's meant to be going to, is it? Because you can't find the place where he's meant to be going to. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that in time. So, yes, so we see um, the captain, who's this big shouty man with a robot arm and a no, robot... No, a shouty man. And a robot eye, I That's guess, as well. Horrible history, it's June. I, I, no, I don't no that's disappointing. Sorry, I'm it's a my bit childhood. Old. I know, but I, I, you watched it independently of me, I think. I didn't yeah, really probably. do it with you. So. Just um, no, sorry. Um, yes, so he's a big shouty man and he shouts a lot because that's what he does. Apart from when he's talking to his little metal parrot, it's oh, yeah. probably called Polly. It is actually called Polyphase Avatron. That's its, its not. name. It is. That's its it's name. actually called Polly. Polyphase Avatron, yeah. It's called Polly. Because it's like a futuristic robot parrot, you see. So I guess you've still got to call it Polly. I don't know what it eats instead of crackers, though. Because, you know, the Polly won a cracker. I don't know Probably what it eats. Probably eats cogs. Microchips. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not the parrots eat chips generally, but it's just... Because it's chips and it's a, you know... Oh, well, please yourselves. Um, anyway... So he was, he was shouting for his, his second in command, he's called Mr. Fibuli. He just kept shouting, Mr. Fibuli! Mr. Fibuli! Is that the guy with the, the guy who the like, has the glasses? Yeah, I don't the, like him, it's kind of weird. The glasses and the hair. I'm gesturing because he's got big, biggish hair, isn't he? Like curly hair. Does he have curly hair? The pirate captain seems to have curly hair under the bit that mm. you can see of his hair anyway. Um, but he was shouting, was, he, was that when he was telling the planet that they were going to be in for another golden age or something. Hmm. And they're like, and there's about eight people who are all going, hooray! There's one guy who's called, what's his name? Fairbix? Prelix. Prelix. He just, he's just, he's just stood there not looking very impressed. Um, Weetabix though. Weetabix. Where did I get that from? Because it's Ix, I guess, is the Ix bit of it. Do you like Weetabix? Are they alright? I don't tend to. I might actually have them in years, so I wouldn't know. No, nor have I, so. Um, yeah, so he's he's not looking very impressed though. And there's a group of people watching him in some cave somewhere and they're all wearing robes of some kind. Um, and they're all just stood around watching him on a... It was on a... Was it on a screen? It was on a screen, wasn't it? They were watching him. Somehow. No, they weren't because they'd never seen him before, didn't they? Ah. Uh? They said that they'd never seen the captain before, so the captain wasn't on No, screen. they were watching... No, the, the people in the cave the were watching Prelix. The Mentiads. The, ma- ma- was it the, chanting, the, ch- the Mentiads. We oh, don't yeah. know their called I know, that's the Spanish for mum. Okay. <laughs> um, so, is it Mentiads? They're watching. They had a screen, though, didn't they? Oh, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. it was a screen. I think it was, like, a there. conjured up screen Oh, okay, from their brains, yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're all, like... Telepathic. I don't know, spiritual or something. They're just, you know... The tele well we know they tele we find out later they're telepaths don't we so maybe it had something to do with that they sort telepath? of power they're telepaths telepathic they can talk to each oh, other and okay. things you know um so yeah anyway so then the doctor and remark well the doctor's talking to K nine and showing him the first bit of the key to time that he's got he's just basically giving it a little polish isn't he I think yeah and um yeah so he says it's he says it's a piece of cake, doesn't he? And then K9 makes a thing. He's like, about, what about the bacon? What relevance does this talk? have? He's like, yeah. what relevance does the bake good have to do with with um, with numbers, whatever he says? Something about whatever, yeah. yeah. Things, things. And then the doctor says, yeah, like I said, piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, he goes into the console room. Romana's reading the manual for the TARDIS. 
to try and understand how it works a bit better. And the Doctor sticks the uh, the tracer into the console so they can find where the next bit of the key to time is. And he finds out it's on a planet called Califrac. So he sets the coordinates and he says to Romana, right, this is, this is, I don't need to read the manual. This is fine. This is going to be like a textbook landing. But it all goes a bit wrong, doesn't it? And the, the, the TARDIS shakes a bit and whatever happens doesn't really work very well. Yeah, and uh, Doctor waxes face on the console. Um, waxes face on the console, which they did to give a reason as to why Tom Baker's got a cut on his lip, which he actually got from a dog biting him. So, because um, I think, I can't remember if you, I think, I can't remember if we saw the scar in the reboss operation or not. It might have been there, or it might have had a plaster on it. So at some point he has a plaster on it, I think, in one mm. of the other stories. So. I, this is why I prefer cats. Because <laughs> they don't tend to bite you. They yeah. just scratch you instead. I think unless you were dead... You know, and they might eat you. But oh, like, they might do, I suppose. Yeah, I think any animal would at that point. But, like, mm. you know, they wouldn't do try and eat you. I mean, not just life. for fun. I think if they were hungry and there was a need to eat yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think they just... I don't think a cat would just come up and nibble you. Nibble your toes. Yeah. No, that's why... A cat's just less vicious at times. Yeah. They can also be vicious. Yes, but, yes. but, like, they're not as big as dogs, so they wouldn't no. be able to, like, rip your face off or whatever. No, that's, that's very true. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so the the planet that they can't they can't get to it for whatever reason. Well, they don't know that at this point. But then Romana goes right. I'm gonna have a go at landing the TARDIS, and the Doctor like covers his ears because he thinks it's gonna be a complete shambles, doesn't he? But she turns out to do it really well, hmm. and it just lands, and it's all nice and smooth, and they land on this planet, which um, the Doctor's like, well, that's odd because this planet wasn't here. This isn't Galifax. This is a different planet how's that happened because it's like where it's where we should be but it's not the right planet yeah and i was like what as we are all like what what's going on um so yeah so they go outside and uh oh, meanwhile though pralix he's the guy that the, the mentee had to watch him. he's back at home but he's having a bit of a time of it isn't he on his mm. he's laying down and he's shouting out and the uh, life force is dying life force dying, when it comes back to life the TARDIS, force dying. Yeah. and and K nine is just oh yeah around. before they go outside yeah the K nine just starts spinning yeah like crazy on the on the spot I don't know why but it's obviously something's got him riled up it's just you you found that hilarious didn't you? he's just so spinning you found around. it funny too I did but you were really laughing <laughs> he's like spinning around well, okay it's the first time I've seen it oh okay <laughs> yeah it's like what spinning. what's going on so yeah so he was spinning round around but then they go outside um yeah Prelix meanwhile's um. He's yeah. Well, he's at this point. He's not saying life force dying. The mentiads are all chanting that, and he's just yelling, isn't he? he? Keeps yelling out, and his granddad is there, and he's like, "Oh no, the mentiads are going to take him. And like they tried and to then, take um, your father." And then his um sister. Right, uh, yeah, and the sister. And then, um, the, and then the gra- uh, his granddad's like, uh, is it grandfather or what? Is it grandfather? Grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's his dad or not. No, because his, no, his dad got killed, didn't Oh, yeah, of course. They, yeah. Say, they say so that... So his grandfather, he's like, um, he's like, oh, what will the neighbours think? And his sister's like, what, you only care about the neighbours yeah, or something? Exactly. And he's like, you know, he's like, he's having a bit of a time. He's having a bit of a fit or some a possession mm-hmm. or something strange is happening with him. Um... And um and then they're worried because someone turns up, but it turns out to be Kimus, who's I don't know if he's Mueller's boyfriend or something. I don't know. It looks they're close anyway because he's he's he knows what's going on. He mm. knows that Prelix has had these problems before, and Prelix is just yelling out. And then at some point he does end up starting to chant "Life Force Dying" as well, like yeah. the Menti had to do. You're like, what's that all about? But the Doctor and Romana anyway, they come out of the TARDIS, and um they um, start wandering around and the doctor keeps trying to go up to people to ask them where, where they are. And they just keep ignoring him. He, and he even goes, stop, doesn't he? And people just no, walk past him. A halt, yeah. And, and he talks to K9 and he's like, yeah, what's, what's going on? And K9's like, I think you should let the mistress do it because she's prettier than you, master. Right. And then she ends up just talking to some guy and he's like telling her, you know, loads of stuff, and he's and he's showing all like he's got some um diamonds and rubies, mm-hmm. and he just gives and some to her. He's like, here, you have some. And she offers him some jelly babies. And so yeah, he, ta- he takes about five. And just, yeah. You know, and then and then I'm like, where did you get them from? And she said, this is the place you get yours, your pocket. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy goes off, and then they see on the floor. The doctor sees on the floor. There's like loads of like big diamonds and rubies, and there's some other really rare. Mineral there that he spots. I can't remember what it's called. Ooblism. Yeah, something. Ooblism. Ooblism. I don't know. Something like that. Something weird. Ooble, ooble. Ooble, ooble. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I think it's something like that. Anyway, let's just move on. Um, 
Yeah, but anyway, it's really rare. And he's like, well, why are they just in the streets? He says, do they not have street sweepers here? Um, so yeah, it's just sort of this, and Romana's like, maybe these things aren't worth that much here. He's like, diamonds and rubies, not worth anything. He's like, what? Because there are other things, like one of the rarest minerals in the whole galaxy, he says as well. So you're like, well, what's going on? They've just got all this stuff there. Um, it's all a bit strange, isn't it? And the pirate captain, meanwhile, is just having a chat with his parrot, isn't he? Because, <laughs> you know, he says this is his best friend as well. Yeah. Just, you, then, felt you were really sad for him. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It's a bit sad. Isn't it? His best friend's a parrot called Polyatrix. Polyphase Avatron. Polyphase Avatron. Yeah, we don't actually know its name at the moment, I don't think, but that's what it is. That's what oh. it's called. Um, yeah, so the doctor, when the doctor goes off, doesn't he? Where, why does, how does he end up at the... Is it because he hears the noises? Is it because he hears the screaming of... Um, yeah. Of Prelix. Because then, he then he hears him saying, the life force is dead. That's right, yeah. And so and then the Mentiads get ready to move out, don't they? So they put their hoods up and start walking. And walk, and walk menacingly through the sewers, what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, and then across a big field. Um, and, and then when the doctor's gone, uh, Romana's looking through his telescope, one of the girls spots her, and then um, he's like, that's a forbidden item. Yeah. And then she's like, why? He's like, that's a forbidden question. <laughs> yeah. Are you a stranger? Yes. That's forbidden. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you're here with the doctor. Oh, let me guess. Doctors are forbidden. <laughs> That's right. You're under arrest. And then he says, uh, and then when Canine comes, he's about to come out, um, Romana's like, you know, uh, no, don't, Canine. And then he's like, what were you going to say? And then she says, no, no, Canine, go and get the doctor. Yeah. And then he's like, you're mad. And, and then the Canine just... turns around <laughs> yeah. and goes back the other way. But yeah, so she gets arrested. Um, I thought, like I said to you, I thought she was going to get K9 to zap him, but yeah. she didn't. So. Um, well, maybe maybe she wants to find out, like, you know, what's going on, I guess, perhaps. Yeah, maybe, just to get into the, find out where, what planet they're on. Because the Doctor mm-hmm. was going around asking people. And then at one point he yelled, does anyone know the planet Califrax? Califrax, yeah. And no one seems to. They just keep running away from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he then he's... He um arrives, doesn't he, at the at the house? But he, by ringing a bit, it sounded like a doorbell. But he had like a little bell, didn't he, or something? He's like, "Hello." Um, meanwhile, the pirate captain sent out a load of guards to stop the Mentiads because they're rampaging across the fields, and they try to stop them, but they don't have much success because the Mentiads just use their magical psychic powers and use their magical ment menti powers. Ment mentiad powers, yeah, to stop them from from getting them. So they keep, they just keep coming, and the pirate captain just keeps calling everyone idiots and incompetents and fools. And fools yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he just not... really hates everyone apart from polyanthrax. Polyanthrax. What? <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> so not its name. What is it? <laughs> Polyphase Avatron. I told you. <laughs> just say his parrot if it's easier. <laughs> polyanthrax. Anthrax is like a you know a poisonous thing, isn't it? So. Um, what is it? It's poison, isn't it? Anthrax. It's some kind of poison. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Could be a good name for a band, maybe. I know there is a there is a band called Anthrax. So you have to do polyanthrax. They could be like a tribute band or something. Um, I tried. So anyway. So then, <laughs> let's we'll move on. You 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 maybe we'll go over it in the next part. So then the doctor, uh, the canine turns up, and then the granddad's like, oh, no, no, no. And they, because they, we well, find out as well that their dad, because he was going to be taken by the Mentiers, but then the guards killed him. And the chemist goes, oh, yeah, that's a really great thing the pirate captain and did. And the grandfather was like, um, was like, yeah, but I would, I would, um, strangle, I would him. strangle him with my bare hands yeah. just to save him. You're like, right, you know, then that's a bit extreme. But, when, uh, did that, what, when did someone say something about vegetables? Oh, oh, that's Kimus, yeah, and he says, we're, we're not just going to stand here like useless, I can't remember, was it, is it useless? Fried? Hmm? Is it fried? Not fried, oh. not fried vegetables, <laughs> no. It, just useless, it was something like useless vegetables, Sorry, yeah. well, I don't think it was useless, but it was something like that. Um, yeah, cooked? No, there was, no, it was nothing to do with actual vegetables. No. Steamed? No, no. Anyway, so Kenny Nine comes in and, te- and he tells the doctor that um, Romana's been taken away but he's not really listening because he's trying to calm 
prey looks down, isn't he? And then they um, and then a guard comes in and canine just stuns two them. guards. Two guards and just stuns both them. And then and then, and then the menti men come in. The menti ads come in. Oh yeah, and then the doctor's like trying to say hello, and they just push him against. It's a bit like when Sutek does it yeah. in the Primitive Mark. And the doctor, and then when the doctor wakes up, he's like, um, he's like, are you the menti ads? And then he just does it again. Yeah, they don't even talk to him, and then and then he just slides down and the then wall. Canine and tries then... to get them, but it just doesn't work. No, and that's it, and he's just yeah. sliding down the wall. So that's the end of part one. <laughs> There you go. So, uh, did, what did you enjoy? Did you enjoy that so far? Yeah, it was good. It's quite funny. I like Douglas Adams' scripts because they're funny. Because he's quite funny. So. Okay, so the parrot, Polly... Polly Polly Faze, Polly Faze, Polly Avatron. Polly Faze, yes. Okay, Polly Faze, yeah. I got it now. See if you can remember it for part two. Polly Faze, Anthrax. No, not that. <laughs> Polly Anthrax. No, not that. Anyway, um, like, how did I mess up so I badly? Don't I don't know. It's a very special time. I genuinely wish that I could say that was on purpose, but it wasn't. No, no, never mind. Anyway, should we go watch part two? Yeah. Let's do it. We've just watched part two. Um, and yeah, the doctor slid down the wall again, and all that happened was and then that he would talk up, the took Prelix away, and that was it because they couldn't really do no one could really stop them because mm-hmm. canine's weapon wasn't working, yeah. And the doctor was slumped on the floor. Not that I don't, I don't know that he could do much anyway, yeah, to and be then, honest. And then with he you. woke up like freezing, yeah. As soon as after the dementi, the menti men left, they'd all gone though, so they were they were long gone by that point, to so. mm-hmm. say. Um, then it was a case of they needed a plan to go and get Romana, didn't they? Because obviously she got taken away to where the pirate captain is. Or she hadn't oh no, she hadn't been yet, had she? She'd been arrested um by the guards. And she was being taken on that big flying thing. She got yeah, <laughs> when she came there was the good car and you were like, What is that? You're like, That's worse than the Humerville you said. Yeah. And then you went, But the Humerville was great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like it's like it's like in a way of like you know it was terrible, but it was so bad. It's terrible. It's genius. Yeah. Yeah. You know when something's you know when something's just so ridiculous that it's good. I do. uh, I did something about the human. It is a ridiculous thing. It's just. It was quite fun. It's just the way that they start flying in it and stuff like that. And then when they're on the when they're on the flying thing. Yeah. Um, like. I think I got. I think I. I think I got one of these. Oh, yeah, my seventeenth birthday. No, seventieth. I think. Oh, seventieth yeah, birthday. Because yeah. she's a hundred and forty. Oh yeah, and then she was um, and then she was just like, just like talking about what she would do to what she would add and all that. Yeah, and yeah. And then the guy was probably thinking, please, why did, I, why did I have to arrest yeah. this one? So yeah, so the doctor comes up with it. Well, Kimus goes with him, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And. Mueller goes with K9, but they don't really do anything the whole episode. No. We see them a bit later on, but all they've walking done is... Walking across a field. Yeah, they've just been walking across a field and that's it. You're like, oh, right, okay. So they've Because the other guy, the granddad, whose name I can't remember, they ask him and he's like, no, I don't want any part of this. And then we just don't see him again. No, he's just staying at home because he doesn't, he doesn't want to get involved. I'm not getting involved. The pirate captain, meanwhile, is angry I because... I called the captain. He is called the Pirate Captain, if you look at the credits. Oh, okay. I thought it was just called the Captain. I think he's called the Pirate Captain. I'm sure he's called the Pirate Captain. Maybe he's called the Pirate Planet. No, the Pirate Planet's the planet. We'll get to that later, though. Um, yeah, so he's angry because, obviously, they didn't stop the Mentiads. And so he's annoyed with Mr Fibbly. And so there's a load of them lined up, and he sends his parrot to <laughs> to kill one I of them. I just realised what it's called, the Pirate Obviously, we'll get to that, but I yeah, just yeah. realised why it's called that. There we go. The penny has visibly dropped <laughs> before my eyes. Um, yes. Yeah, so he gets Polyphase Avatron, whose name you were having fun from, trying to pronounce <laughs> last what time. What was it last time? Like Polyandrax. Polyandrax, yeah. Um, and then it doesn't kill Mr. Vibbly, obviously. It just you know, kills someone around Kills a rando, right? yeah, just some rando. Well, and then, then he's like, well, I hope you don't fail me next time, Mr. Vibbly. He gets very yeah. angry, the fire yeah. captain, doesn't he? He's very that, I don't think we've seen him not angry, apart from when he's talking to Polyandrax. See, every time I say pirate captain, I just think of the pirates film. Because <laughs> <So laughs> he's the pirate captain, that's his name. That's what I keep thinking of. Because <laughs> we love that film so It's much. a great film, it's really good. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, the Doctor and Kimus, uh, the Doctor says, well, where, where have they taken Romana? And he says, like, oh, to the, what they call it? The bridge, that's what they call it, isn't it? the bridge. And you think, okay, that makes sense, I guess, because it is a bridge. Later on, it makes sense why it's a bridge. Um, 
and they're not a bridge as in a crossing bridge but more of the bridge of a ship I mm. suppose because it makes sense um, as the story unfolds but yeah so they're like oh well, they've gone in one of the air cars and he's like what so yeah yeah there's these air cars where does he get his gun from by the way where does um, Kimmis get his gun from? Because he has a gun, but, um, isn't it? Is it just in the car? He tells him to get the guard's gun from the car. Oh, right. Because they left it. Because, um... <laughs> did, they, did, we, did we talk about the... Um, I the haven't guard? got to the... No. So, the the guard's asleep, isn't he, I think, in the in the air car. And the doctor rips a hole in the bag of sweets and then lobs it onto the car. I don't know how so many of them fell on the floor, though. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe it was when he threw them. Yeah, they went... Duh. There's a load of licorice all sorts on the floor, basically. And the guard gets... the wakes the guard up because it hits the top of the car. And he gets out and he starts wandering around following the trail of sweets. And then... And somehow... Okay. The, do- the doctor gets in there and starts flying and he says, bye-bye. Right. And, and then the guard the just, like, like waves. <laughs> like, really tentatively. He's like, oh, what? What's happening? Um, it's funny. It's I don't know how they. He must have gone one way, and they went round the other way, and uh, and so the doctor's then flying this air car up to the bridge, and Roman has been brought before the pirate captain, and she's he's getting her to look at some bit of equipment that's not working. What was it called? It was an M, I think, wasn't it? I can't remember, but she works out it was basically a part of a big dematerialization circuit. Because she explains about the TARDIS traveling through time and space, and then she works out obviously that this. Is part of something that travels through space. It like disappears and reappears. Hence, um, why she knows what it is, I guess. And so, because he wants her to fix it, doesn't he? Basically, because it's 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 knackered. His ship's knackered. Yeah. And she finds out. She says the whole mountain disappears. You're like, hmm, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. So it travels through space, but not through time. Mm-hmm. A traveling mountain. Yes. So the Doctor and Kimus land. Um, on the on the by the bridge, which and then the doctor's trying to open the door, so he uses the sonic screwdriver at first. But then it doesn't work, so he uses a paper clip. Is it a paper or a hairpin? I can't remember. One it looked like a paper clip. A paper hair clip. A, a, a what? A paper hair clip. Pip. I said. You're telling him to me. I am. A hair clip. A paper hair clip. A paper hair clip. That's worse. I would have said a paper hair clip. Yeah. No, not a paper. Yeah, a paper hair clip. Not a, not a paper air pin clip. A paper hair clip. A paper air pin. You can't even get my mispronunciation the same, can you? Uh, paper air pin. A paper pip. hair clip. Pa- paper clip. Paper hair clip. Paper hing clip. No, it's, it's, you're not getting it. Anyway. <laughs> well, I can do it, I can do it. Paper hinkling. No. <laughs> Paper hinkling. No. Whip. Let's just no. let's stop because people are going to get annoyed. I'm, I'm sorry. getting annoyed with it. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is mock crying now. So anyway, they the doctor fiddles around with it with this. The hair clip or paper clip or whatever it is. Hair pin. Yeah, that. There you go. You got it that time. Um, and and then he looks away and then all of a sudden the door just opens up doesn't it it kind of goes upwards and then they go inside and the doctor says to Kimus oh I need you I need you to do a very important job for me you need to take this gun no no it says get the guard's gun from the the flying machine and then go and wait outside on guard oh but doctor's like no 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 you have to do that it's very important then he taps on this little box on the wall and it lifts oh no because first of all we see Kimus is trying to run down this corridor but he's not getting anywhere is he he's going doctor <laughs> he's what's running. happening yeah on the he's spot he's running in the spot that's <laughs> really funny and the doctor knocks on this little thing on the wall and it lifts up and he presses a button and it's like it, it's like a moving like walkway thing isn't it like mm. you get in airports and stuff I suppose and so he gets in it and it starts going going along quite a quite a fast pace doesn't it he says, what do you say? I'll never be rude about a, um, a, something in a particle accelerator again. I can't remember it's what it says. Electron. electron, yeah, in a particle accelerator ever mm. again. And it goes really fast. Then all of a sudden it just stops. And he's like, he doesn't like slam against the wall or anything. He just gets out. It's like, oh, yeah, and okay. then he's like, and then he sees um, these two buttons. He's like, is it a lift? So he presses one button mm. and then I think he starts going up. It does start going up. But yeah, um, Kimis has just stood outside, just having a lovely time, isn't he? Just, mm-hmm. just there enjoying himself looking out um, for when guards come along then Romana's still trying to do stuff with the thing and then um, 
the the pirate captain or the, the, there's a nurse there, isn't it? Well, I assume she's a nurse. He's trying to taking his temperature, and he says about killing Ron, doesn't he? And and the nurse is like, no, no, no. The excitement of two um experiment ex- executions will be too much for your blood pressure. Yeah, and so because his parrot starts going up in the end, then it goes back down again. It's really weird. It's like a <laughs> um. So yeah, so Ramon was get saved on that occasion. Thank goodness. And then. So the doctor's inside and he's like wandering around, isn't he? And then they find out that there's someone called the doctor wandering around and the pirate captain's like, right, I need you to get him. And then the door starts opening up and the doctor obviously crawls out from underneath it. Cause you and know then, and then he's like, well, I'm, I'm the doctor. And he's like, oh, hello, hello. And so he gets them. And he them. starts talking to Mr. Fobuli. Mr. Fibuli? Yeah. What, yeah. So what did I say? Fobuli? I don't know. Oh, well, it's Mr. It's Mr. Fibuli, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so they get, so... And then... The captain's like, seize him! Then he's explaining that they need to fix his ship. And the doctor's like, well, you know, I can I can help you do that. Or he gets him and Romana wander off, don't they, down to the engine room, I think, and start looking at stuff. And they're not really doing anything. He's just kind yeah. of saying numbers and made-up words, I think. Um and then they say, well, we need to go back down to my ship so I can get some parts to repair it. And the captain's just angry speaking. Like, but whenever he speaks, he's just angry. I know. And he says Romana's going to have to go with him. And he's like, no, she has to stay here. He's like, no, but the, tar- the ship needs two people to open the door. And so. he's like, the cigars will scorch you. And if there's any attempt to escape, you will be immediately obliterated. That's right. So and then he's like, well, come on then. <laughs> Escort us. The guards are sort of standing there. Yeah. So then they go out and... Um, they go outside, and before that, they, there's another guard outside, like... Walking kind of, through some trees. <laughs> yeah. He keeps on tripping over. Kimus keeps hearing noises, but it doesn't seem, so he's not quite there. Then the others come out of the... Wherever they... You know, in the bridge where they've been. And um, they come outside, and then Kimus turns around and shoots... And he shoots all three of them. He shoots all of them. They're rubbish. They can't hit anyone. Yeah, and like, I was saying... Because like, he's probably never even used one of those guns. No. And they, they're like, it's their job. And they keep missing. And he hits them all perfectly. Yeah. Because the chemist explains as well about the mines. Saying no one's allowed down there. But it's like, when we run out of wealth, all of a sudden, it just seems to get filled up again. And they they start putting two and two together, don't they? So they go down to the mines to go and have a look. And they find that it's all hot. Everything's hollow inside. Like, the planet's hollow. It's like, what the heck? And, um... And they realise that it's the planet that's moving and obviously it's destroying all these other planets and taking all their wealth off them. Because they find some of that other stuff again, don't they? Yeah. Whatever you... What was it called? You you remembered what it was Oblium. called. That's the one. And, um, yeah, so they realise that this planet is... A pirate planet. There because you go. it steals all the planets and yeah. all the other and all stuff the wealth planets, of them, yeah. So which then causes them to work, but then it also just kills everything Well, yeah, because the, the doctor mentions about some planet that we're missing, doesn't he, like 100 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's obviously this planet that's destroying them and stealing yeah. all its wealth. And he but... says that um, like the planet that they were originally looking for, that they were standing on it. Yes. Califrax. Califrax, yeah. Yes, that's right. Because he's because because um, Romana says the traitor's like going crazy because it's showing it's everywhere. You're like, yes, because it's been eaten. <laughs> it's been eaten by this other planet. It's mad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then they go. It's like um, it's like that that big planet, big sun planet. Big sun planet. Who likes eats things. What big sun planet? Is From um, Rings of Athen. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it eats everything. Mm. Um, nom nom. It's very hungry. Yeah, then we see we briefly see K nine and K nine and Moolah just walking around on some grass, not really doing much. Yeah, that's when they're in the little place, isn't it? And then they're like, and the K nine finds the door, and that like, this is where the minty men live. Oh right! Oh yeah! So they get to there. Yeah. So, but then the doctor and there's some guards turn up in the mine, and so the doctor and and um, Romana and Kimus have to run. So they're running away, and Kimus lights turn, and he manages to shoot one of them again, but yeah. they don't manage to get any of them. And then all of a sudden, they come up against the Mentes. I thought it was Prelix, though. I thought Prelix was the one, because no, he said know. Doctor. I can't remember what he says. What did he say? He said something to him, didn't um, he? It's like, um, it's like, I don't know, it's just like, um... Oi, oi. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. 
So like we have we've come for you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then it just zooms in on the doctor's face, uh, looking all shocked. They're trapped and then, between the mentiads and the god. And then, You're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. But it's funny, isn't it? It's a funny it story. There's funny, lots of yeah. funny lies there because it's Douglas Adams and he's a funny, uh, he's a funny writer. Well, like, um, <laughs> the captain is just so, like, he's so angry. All the time, yeah. he exaggerates his words I as know. well. Space. Or is it speak? Yeah. Speak. The way he says space when he's talking about it, he's yeah. like, he, like, it's just, like, the sea goes on forever. I mean, he's very much chewing the scenery. He's very over the top. But um, he's he's quite fun. He's quite a fun mm. villain to have, really, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But, um, and he's got a little, a little pet. He's got a little parrot. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the name right this time. Do not tell me. Um, Polly, no, Polly Ra Raf Rafix Ravix. No. Okay, again, Polly Anthrax. Polly Anthrax. No, I've got it. I've got it. Avatron. 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 No, not anthrax. No anthrax. No anthrax. No anthrax. Anyway, there we go. That's part two. We're halfway through. Are you still enjoying the story? Yeah. How are you finding the key to time thing overall? I think. Like, I think it's quite an interesting idea. Idea, yeah. Yeah, it's it just. And then obviously, um, obviously, I feel like perhaps, uh, series thirteen, you know, like the flux, like new one. I thought that that's probably. That's they weird, I was just thinking of that. They've probably got inspiration from this, because it's like, you know... It's, just, it's like a serial sort yeah. of thing, it's continuous. But, I mean, I think this has got more separation between the stories there than that does, because yeah. that's quite intertwined, isn't but it? But that so. might be where... The, that might also, that might be where the, oh, there's probably know. a bit of inspiration. A yeah. bit like, well, when you get when we get to season 23, Trial of a Time Lord, that's obviously... A, there's a running thing through that as well, mm. so... It's not the only time we get it in the classic series, so there you go. But, uh, anyway, let's go and watch part three. We've just watched part three, um, where the Doctor started off with the Doctor, and and uh, we haven't watched it with the Doctor. It's like I said, we've watched part three with the Doctor. He's <laughs> not, he's not here. Tom Baker's not here today. No. He couldn't join us, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> um, not that we invited him, but uh, he lives quite a way away anyway. I think I'm sure he lives actually, Kent or somewhere like that. I don't know. Anyway. Wait, is he not? He's not dead. Tom Baker? No, of course he's not. Oh, he's still good. dead. He's that's still going good. strong. He's that's in his eighties. Let's hope he doesn't die. Ever. I think if anyone's going to outlive everyone, it'll be Tom Baker. Yeah. <laughs> and we all, I mean, we all thought the Queen would would outlive everyone, but you true, know. true. Well, David Attenborough, he's the other one. He'll mm-hmm. outlive everyone. Yeah, he he will outlive everyone. Him and Tom Baker, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. So the Mentiads. They said, "What did they say? We've come for you, Doctor." It was prelix, wasn't it? I was right. Yeah, you were was right. Prelix. I wasn't sure because they've all got really pale. Yeah, because because he was all covered in pale makeup. Pale, and he's tell. got they've red round the eyes, aren't they? Like they've it been looks, having a good yeah. cry. Or, um, or like it looks like like a like an insomniac. Yes, or something. Yes, or something. Or something. Um, yes, and then, but obviously they were then helping them. Um, and they stopped the. They put a force field up, didn't they, between them and the guards. So they couldn't shoot them anymore. And then they all went off to a lovely little cave um, where a canine and Mula were already there. So that mm-hmm. was nice, wasn't it? And, then, and he was like, canine, are you surprised to see me? Or was he what he said, very canine. I can't remember what he said. He said about being surprised to see me. And then he said, oh, I told you he'd be surprised to see no, me. No, he said amazed. Oh, amazed, that's and I was right. Like, yeah. I told you he'd be amazed. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, they start talking about what's the past of the planet. And it was originally ruled by Queen Zanzia and she used to like she started the planet's called Zanak the planet that they're on is called Zanak mm. um and she yeah, she basically like ran the planet she lived for they said she lived for hundreds of years or something and she kept uh, instigating wars with other planets and it destroyed Zanak so there was nothing really left and there were just kind of a few kind of tribes of people or whatever just scattered around the planet there was hardly anyone left mm. so it was quite a miserable miserable existence and then one day the 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 captain crashed they say he crashed from some kind of what they say a big silver craft or something crashed from out of the sky on the planet and now he's in charge so he was the, the only survivor that's right of his ship. and um obviously and the doctor was like 
Well, you know, you can see that he had to have like surgery and all that, but like who did it? And yeah. like, no one, no one knows. Nobody knows. No, it's very strange, isn't it? And they say, oh, Queen Zanzi is long dead. You know, she's been gone for ages. She's not. Spoiler alert. Um, I thought it was. When, 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 you know, when we see her a bit later on, I thought it was an old man. Did you? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was an old lady. Um, but yeah, so then they're forming a plan, aren't they, of what to do next. It's and nice that we part the mentors on eagle. No, they're nice. And nice. They, but they're saying about as well, every time, because every time the planet moves and it drains all the the life force out of all the other planets. The the life force energy of the people is what the Mentiads feel, isn't it? They kind of mm. get the life force, um and it like gets their telepathy like I don't know, it kind of makes them more I don't know how it's I I the only thing I can describe it is coming out. It's it's like they kind of what they do they kind of like it's it's just out there then, isn't it? They yeah, as as telepaths of some kind. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm coming out of the telepath. Yeah, but they don't have a choice because obviously that's just what happens. They've obviously got this latent yeah. ability, and obviously the life force of the other people who've been killed makes it come out more, as it were. So, yeah, so so it's all very sad because there's lots of people who've died on yeah, other it's planets. Quite a lot of mentiads. It's quite a few mentiads. Yeah, and they realize obviously the lights in the sky every it's every time the planet moves to a different location in the in the galaxy or whatever in the universe yeah. wherever it goes to. So it's like destroying and like it, like material. I said do you see there's like some big teleportation things or something. So it kind of disappears and reappears around a planet and then just kind yeah, of sucks the it. sucks the all the energy and kills all the people and steals all the minerals and stuff it's just yeah mm-hmm. it is very much a pirate planet as we discussed mm-hmm. in and the that's last what episode. i realized also. you did you did so yeah so then the doctor goes off with kimis because they're going to go back to the um the bridge again aren't they and romana mula and pralix go on a canine goes with the doctor as well doesn't he and um yeah pralix and romana and mula go off to i don't know where were they headed where are they they going were just to? walking across that field, weren't they? Every, yeah, like, it's like they have to have a shot of... There have to be some people in each episode just walking across a field. They really rented out a field or something. Maybe they did. Maybe they just thought, you know what, let's have a little walk across this Maybe field. Maybe we belong to like a farm or something. Like, hey, come and use your field. Yeah, we're just going to get the most... We're going to get the most use out of this that we can by just having people walk across it. But I said, I said, Mueller's got great boots... But they're not practical. But like like Romana's really got high heels I'm as well. Really, I'm not really a massive fan, I think. But like, Mila's boots are fabulous. Mm. Are they all sparkly as well? Are they fabulous? Are they? That's, that's my, that was my Craig from uh, Strictly. That's what he says, doesn't he? Mm. When he likes things. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he would find them fabulous? Maybe. I don't know. No, because if he likes... Boots, yeah. But yeah, Romana's got high heels on as well, so they're not like... They're, none of them have got very practical... The most practical is Pralix, I think. He doesn't have any heels on. So, but yeah. But they're just having a wander across the field. Cause... I, don't think any, I don't think any of the women in this have practical shoes. No. Because even that like nurse later on, she's got heels on. Yeah, they've all got heels I guess it was the 70s, you know. It was... Yeah, I mean, they all look nice. Yeah, so, they were know. fine. But it's, uh, it's, oh, I mean, I like that like, they were boots. Like high yeah. heel boots, not like... Yeah. High heels. Yes. They're horrific. Mm. Mm. Yes. Horrific. Yeah. They're they're a bit more practical than like stilettos or something yeah. like that. I'm not, you know? I just I just I just don't get how the how the heel is so thin on on like actual heels. It's just like what is going on there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fashion person. I don't know That's right. I've just never I've never worn heels and I never will because they just feel like they break. I thought you did have some once. You did have some some red ones at one point. I'm sure you did. I don't remember that. Yeah, but you didn't wear them that often. Anyway, I think I got them once. I think I think it was like for a wedding or something. I don't know. Anyway, no one really needs to know or cares about that. Thank you. <laughs> we brought it up. Well, to clarify that I don't, I didn't just have heels for no reason. No, there was fine. a reason. <laughs> Of course, there's a reason. That's crazy, but we'll get back to the story. Cause All right. Okay. Yeah. That's where we. That's where we should be at. So, mm. so the doctor and Pralix, not Pralix, the doctor and Kimis, try the trick with the uh, the sweets again, don't they? And this time it doesn't work because when they get into but it. But I don't understand again how there's a big trail of sweets because he just didn't. Just go like, with it. It's Doctor Who. Don't annoy me though. He didn't even rip a hole in the bag. Maybe, maybe while the guard was sleeping, he placed the well, sweets maybe, there. Well, maybe a little trail. So the mm. guard gets out. And they get into it, and K9's in the back, 
And then um, they, they try and turn it on, but it doesn't work. It just zaps them, doesn't it? Because he's like put some kind of a mobiliser on it or something. Meanwhile, what we failed to mention as well, the pirate captain and Mr Fibberley's telling him about this planet that they're going to go and like eat next. And it turns out it's Earth. And you're like, oh, okay. Where is it? Earth. It's oh, Earth. Because he says Terra, which is Earth. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, did they say Soul 3? I don't know, they might do. That's what the Gallifreyans refer to it as, Soul 3. It's the third planet from the sun, and they call it Soul. So Soul 3 is Earth, or Terra, or whatever. But yeah, that's where the pirate planet's headed next. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. It's, not, it's not going to, though, is No, it? of course it's not, because that'd be it's ridiculous. one episode left, and yeah. the world is always going to stop, and that's always how it goes. Yeah, true. So anyway, so the Doctor and... Kimus, um, then they've been apprehended and they get taken up to... But not in that sky car. They just seem to leave K-9 in it because then K-9, being over-resourceful, flies the car himself. He uses his little probe yeah. and he flies the car and gets gets to the bridge. But the Doctor and um, Kimus get tied up. They're hanging around, literally hanging around, with seatbelts, like, holding them up by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, the uh, pirate captain lets the doctor down, doesn't he? And he shows him his lovely collection of um, of planets that he's crushed. And he's, they're keeping them all in suspended. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, crushed in some... Like, all these tons and tons and tons there of There was a um, Brotlocillerum. I can't remember. It was that one that he mentioned earlier, and it's something fine. There was a Caliphrax. It's Caliphrax, not Caliphrax. I said, yeah, but you were the one who was saying Caliphrax. No, you kept saying... You I didn't. Caliphrax. Caliphrax. I didn't say it was Califrax. Yeah, I thought you could saying Super Califrax. Super Califrax. <laughs> no. Um, it's bad as polyanthrax. Yeah. No, okay, that was worse. I don't even know why I got... Even though it's polyphrase avatron, not polyanthrax. Yeah. So the doctor is like, wow, that's like a feat of engineering. And then he has a real go at the pirate captain, doesn't he? And saying, what's it for? What's it for? Why are you doing it? Um, and he's really angry at him again. And he's about to clobber him, isn't he? And then he gets called to the... The pirate captain gets called to the bridge again. So then they off, they go back there again. And then um, he says about letting Kimus out of his things, isn't he? He chucks the key on the floor to the doctor and then stamps his foot. Like, he's intimidating him or something. You're like, all right. So he, he lets Kimus out. And I don't know whether he was going to, like, kick him over or something, but he just went, he's just like, it's yeah. like his way of saying, I'm putting my foot down. And Kimus is like, who's that guy? Is that, that's your captain? That's the captain, that guy there. And then there. he's just sort of like, no, because he, no, he says, what is that thing? Yeah, that's right. He, he describes many things. He as does. That, as but then somehow he's got a crowbar. I don't know where he's got this crowbar. And he's, he, he wants to clobber the captain. But then he sends out Polyphase Aragon to shoot him. But... Then K9 turns up. And then they start having like a shooting match and they start going down the hallway trying to shoot each other. And the Doctor and Kimus run off and they end up in this room and there's this really old, decrepit woman. I thought it was there. a man. And then, um, oh, what's his name? Kimus. He's like, what is that thing? Yeah, what is that thing? It's, it's like It's like, that's a bit mean. Poor actress there. Just, <laughs> just letting this. What is that thing? Um, yeah, and it turns out that that's, the Doctor reckons that's Queen Zanzia. Who's then, still being kept alive, but she's like at the very last moments in stasis, then, the very um, last moments of her and life. The doctor says, you know, would you go to this like to stay alive? You're like, no, not in that revolting Cause state. Ba- yeah, because basically the planets, all the stuff that the planets are stealing and stuff is stuff to keep her alive, like just in this weird suspended state. It's really yeah. odd because she's like just stuck at this. You can kind of see her moving, and he's like, because Kim is like, can she hear me? He's like, no, no, no she can't hear you. She's just, like stuck in this. Yeah. In this and then, um, state, and and I don't think you must realise it because, like, like I said um, later on, he's like, I wouldn't want to be stuck in that revolting. State. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He so, really just doesn't like her. No. So the doctor sends canine and ki- oh no, the canine comes in. He's killed. He's killed Polyface Avatron. He's won the battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said it's like it's like when a cat brings in like a mouse or a bird. Oh, don't like, remind me of that. Here you go. Yeah. Look, I got this for you, doctor. Um, but yeah, he then sends K9 and Kimus off to the engine room to go and sabotage the engine so the planet can't move again, obviously. Um, cause, and then um, they go... The Doctor then goes back to the bridge, doesn't he, and speaks to the captain. Is that when they bring in all the minerals and he realises that they've come from Califrax? Yeah. All the things that they need to kind of keep the, the ship or the, the planet running, I suppose. And then... Um, He's like, he gives, he hands over the, he says, oh, he basically says that his companions are dead, doesn't he? And they're not, obviously, because yeah. we've seen them. But 
Um, and then he hands over Polyphase Avatron, and he's really upset. The fight captain's really upset, isn't he? He's like, and he's like, you will pay for this with the last drop of your blood. So then he opens, like, presses a button, and it lifts up this screen. Uh, uh, first of all, <sighs> Mr. Fibberley and uh, the captain the, are both, like, guilty. Yeah, that's right. He's like, what? And the, it's, it's this plank that, like, yeah. just goes down. What? Meanwhile, what we didn't, we haven't mentioned, the Doctor finds this box earlier on. When he's in the room where... Um, the old Queen Zanzia is. He's behind this box. Remember that, because that's important. Okay. Um, but yeah, it hasn't come, but I don't know. It hasn't, it hasn't appeared again yet, but it will do. Um, yeah, so then there's a plank, like it's, like, on, <laughs> like on a pirate ship, you know? And he's like, right, you're going to walk to the end and then drop off. And he's like, what? He's like, don't I get a chance to say anything? It's like, the only thing I want to hear is your screams as you fall a thousand feet to and your then, death. And like, shoots at his feet, so the doctor just sort of, like, jumps like, off. hopping, yeah, and then he just falls off. And then they all turn around, all three of them, and just and start, start laughing. laughing. And then they just stand there. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's quite yeah. funny. But I like it. I like... It's like the captain's laugh. It's very, like, dramatic. Mm, yeah, yeah. But there you go. I mean, that's, you know, if the doctor's jumped off, where's he gone? He's fallen a thousand feet. No, he hasn't. He's probably fine, because um, I don't know. He's probably fine. He's probably fine. Well, he's obviously. So. It's not going to die, is he? Well, no, but, you know, it's not the point. It's not the point. What is the point? Then? I don't know. Exactly, there is no point. I don't know. Oh yes, but there we go. So we've got one part left to go of this story. All right, let's go watch it then. Yeah, do you want to watch the last one? Yeah, yeah. And then see if they can get this bit of key. To... Well, we've seen Cali is in the little cabinet. So I imagine that's um, that's going to be the bit of the key to time. Oh, so I thought the whole yeah. As soon as they found out that Califrax had been you know, gone, yeah. I immediately thought Califrax is going to be the key, isn't it? See, I'm just too good at this. Too good, too good at the guessing. Right. Anyway, let's go and watch the last part. Right, we're gonna go uh, watch it now. Okay, let's do it. All right. We've just watched the fourth and final part of the Pirate Planet, and I told you, didn't I, to watch out for the uh, the little box that the Doctor had, because he jumped off the thing and they all started laughing, and then the Doctor was laughing as well because he was yeah. on the other side of the room. I actually forgot about the box. Yeah, so. it was a, just a projection. And then, and then he brought the projection back, and he was like, "How are you, Doctor?" And yeah, he was like, oh, "I'm great, thank yeah. you." Yeah. And he was having a little chat with himself, and he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, but I'm not the only one who's um, pretending to be something else." And then, uh, uh, and then, and then he he used the thingy, and then the um the nurse starts flickering. Yeah, and but because he was surprised because she wasn't like to, like completely going. So, oh no, my new form is stabilizing, and it turns out it's Queen Zanzia who somehow managed to use some of her um cells to create a new uh, a new body of sorts yeah. so you're like oh right that's um that's interesting isn't it it's a bit yeah so she was there all along and um she was well did we when did we find out she's controlling the captain um, is it then or is it later on that she controls him a bit probably i mean it's pro- i mean you probably guess what she's controlling him anyway yeah, yeah. So he and he's just sort of sitting there stroking his dead parrot. Yeah, polyandrax. He's still sad about that. Yeah, I mean, it was a robot, but you know people get attached to things, don't they? Well, like K nine, so, everyone K-9. gets attached. Exactly. To K-9. So, um, so then what happened next? I've forgotten what happened after that. Already, which is terrible. My just is how I'm getting old and my brain's not working properly. Yeah. Um, what happened then? You're young, you know things. Um, then some, like, stuff happened. No, that's not acceptable. See, that drawing plot things. Didn't the people, didn't they get to the place? Brilliant, the people got to the place. You no, know I mean, like, wow. the, um, the yellow, sure. the yellow The Mentiads. Yeah, so they get to the, the, the door. What door? The, that you know the the door and the grass and then they were like oh yes. our powers are going oh yeah they couldn't feel their powers could they because and then had... and then one of them got shot by a guard oh yeah and then Romana just shot the guard yes luckily yeah because there was one guard just like one lone guard wasn't there that was left mm. as they were making their way up to the uh, the bridge and yeah and it shot killed one of them but and yeah so then Romana just 
Just shot the guy. <clears throat> yeah, because they had no way of stopping it, did they? So, mm-hmm. did the doctor? The doctor ran out, didn't he? Of the bridge, he ran off, because um, and they were and they were oh leave him, leave him, because they were getting ready to, um, materialize around Earth. That was their next was port that? of Mater- call. Anyway, what was that? Materialize oh, around. Oh, you sound like you said it really weirdly. No, just said it. Just said the word. Yes, and so that's what their next their next plan because they want quartz apparently because that's where the doctor found that out before he ran off didn't he that they were going to land around they were going to materialize around Earth it's like oh no that's not good so yeah so he ran off and didn't he bump into because the Mentiads had to come inside hadn't they yeah. and um, Canine was all worn out though by this point wasn't he he was all drained of energy and uh, couldn't really do much so. He was he was saying the doctor was trying to get him to, because he he worked out there was something was blocking the telepathic field of, so the Mentiads couldn't do anything, they were yeah. um, they were they were stuck because they couldn't use their powers because something so was blocking. So they were just sort of like so they were just like, oh what do we do we can't open doors. Yeah, there was a door the like that was locked, wasn't it? So, um, and the doctor's like concentrate on my mind to and to so pray. Apparently, so. He said that he was thinking of a metal pole with like a... Yeah, um, a bent fork, wasn't it? Turned a bent fork with an angle. Yeah. Well, canine was like, the battery was running down and the doctor heard him say something just before he shut off and he was like, there's a power source behind. So he plugged, Rana plugged canine in and he started charging up again, didn't he? So it's like, don't you, yeah, don't leave your charger at home because, you know, you might need you to might charge your canine. Dog. You might need to charge your canine up, so... Mm-hmm. Might need to change it, you might need to change your dog. Change your dog. Charge your dog, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, so um, K9 was charging up and he was gradually building up the energy to cancel out the telepathic block He was like, thing. it is, if it's working, slowly. Yes. Yeah. So the Doctor and Romana go off back to the TARDIS, don't they? Because, hmm. you know, that's what they've got to do. Because they, they need to materialise. They do materialise and materialise at the same time as the planet because then it will stop the planet and then the planet will stop and then the TARDIS will be fine. No, it wasn't the TARDIS being fine, it was Earth being fine that was what they were trying to do. No, no, I mean, like, um, I know, but I mean, like, um, like overall, the TARDIS will probably be fine. Yeah, yeah, because they were just trying Spoiler to... Spoiler alert, it is. <laughs> yeah, we know it is, clearly, because obviously we've seen it many times since then. Um, yes, so they go off and they start fiddling around with materialising and dematerialising and what have you, and, um... And yeah, they so, they but then they're having trouble, aren't they? Because they're trying to get in contact with the Mentiads, but they can't get through. And the Doctor's like, turn off the force field, and Rana's like, what? Like, we can't do that. But he, he has to, and you can see the TARDIS is obviously taking the strain of it, but he manages to get through to them, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's saying to them about um using this spanner to um some spanner thing to go and like just like smash the engines up. So they manage to use their power to do that, don't they? And like they smash a bit of the engine so that it can't it can't materialise around the earth. So they've stopped it. Hooray. It's okay, Earth is saved. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. You were right, it was gonna get swallowed up, weren't you, and just destroyed and we wouldn't be here to do this podcast anyway. Yeah, it might be in the future, are not it? what if Zanak suddenly like appears around the earth and crushes us all. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen any minute now. That's it. That's what's happening. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So they manage to do that, and then they go back to the bridge again, don't they? Um, mm. where they're all still waiting outside that door because that door, they're like, oh, we think we might just about have enough power to open it now. Um, and they try and open. They they manage to. So the doctor, the doctor and Mon, they go through the door first, then because they end up in the on on the, in the, place first, don't they? In the bridge. And there's two doors. Oh, because they must go through one of them because they go in first. Yeah, because they? they go they go into a different door and those sort of come through the other door and then um, and then, um, yeah. Because yeah, we've already seen the the queen can control, the. Pirate captain, because he was trying, he was going to try and do something to her earlier, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But she controlled his arm and made him stop doing what it was he was doing. Um, so that yeah, she's in charge. So she's basically controlling him. I don't know. I imagine she must have done all the repairs on him then, because obviously she's got a remote yeah. control. So then, like from that, when everyone came in, mm. and then um, and then, and then she like just presses that button, and then like there's just all this smoke comes out of the captain, and then he just sort of like. 
Well, Mr... No, what we've missed out is Mr Fibuli's dead. Oh, yeah, and the captain's quite upset about it. The captain's very upset about it. L- like, um, like, like polyanthrax. Yes, just like polyanthrax. <laughs> um, so he's really upset and he's like, um, I will get you for this. And then when the door opens, I'll be free of you, you hack. That's right, yeah. And he's he's about to try and do something to her, but then she uses... She's like... Die you! I can't remember what she calls him, and she smashes the like remote control thing that she's got, like really hard, and he just yeah, like say the smoke comes out of him, and he's um he's He's, a goner. Yeah, and he was still holding Mister Fibbly's glasses. Yeah, very touching, very touching. See his only other friend, Mister Fibbly. And Polly Anthrax. Polly 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 Avatron and Mister Fibbly both. Polly, why Polly Anthrax? I don't even know (laughs) where you got that. Because I don't because Avatron. Anthrax. But where's anthrax come from that? This is like Smythe and Swede all over again. <laughs> no, not It just that. begins with the same letter. I love you Smythe and Swede. They sound similar, though. They don't sound anything the same. They sound really different. Uh. They're not even slightly similar. Anyway, um, yes, so um, Pralix comes in. Not Pralix. Um, Kimus comes in and shoots at the Queen. And she just vanishes, doesn't she? Yeah. Somehow. I don't know what's going on there, but... Um, but then they're like, right, okay, um, everyone needs to get off. Well, they're trying to work out what to do because the Doctor shows Romana all the planets, doesn't he? And they work out, that's when they work out Califrax is the, is the bit of the key to time that they've been looking yeah. for. We're not actually going to turn it into a key, into part of the key, though. No, no, well, That annoyed me. Well, because he has to come up with his plan, doesn't he, to um, send them all into... Well, he puts them all in the middle of the planet doesn't he and then <coughs> then they go off into the do they go off into the vortex or is it just califrax goes off into the vortex i don't know but he says they're going to pick it up later mm. so i'm guessing it just fills the planet up though so it's yeah. so it's not hollow anymore um but then they're like they've still got other stuff because the romana goes back to the tardis and then the doctor comes in and he's rigged up some remote control hasn't he to that's when he's doing all the planet shifting yeah. around and yeah. what have you Everyone else has already escaped out of it, by the way. I still don't know how they get down the mountain because they had to use the air cars to get up there. I mean, is there just like loads of air cars or are they just walking down the mountain? Maybe there? they just ran really fast, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe or maybe the, the Menti had floated them down. Maybe just for like, just for like speed. Maybe. Maybe you can walk up there, but mm-hmm. it's just awkward. Maybe it just takes just, longer. Maybe they were just running, so I had to get out of there quickly. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Who knows? And then, um... Um, the Doctor and Ramon are like, oh, what are we going to do about it now? And then k is like, blow it up. Yeah, and the Doctor comes out of the toilets with a big load of cable and that, that one of those plunger things, you know, you, you see in like, um, when they're doing big detonations. Like in, I think, Hand of Fear they have one, don't they? When they explode the quarry and stuff like that. Yeah, you push yeah, the lever yeah. down and it's a, yeah. And the Doctor's like, yeah. he goes up to the... Well, he says to Kimus and Mule, he says, right, yeah, this is a good place to be. You've got nice neighbours now and you can make a nice go of it here and stuff. And he says to the Mentiads, right, am I going to do this or are you going to do it? Like, we will do it. And, you, and, he, and uh, he watches them use their mental powers to push down the plunger no, on the thing. see explosions, little purple sparks coming out. So you never actually see the Queen die, but she obviously did die because obviously as soon as they blew up, mm-hmm. or as soon as the planets were gone and the, because the... Um, the stasis field, because that was what was holding that her yeah. old form, wasn't it, in place? So she did. If, if I ever see an explosion, I want the pu- I want to see purple sparks like in that. Why, why do you want to see purple sparks? Just because it's cool. Just yeah, because cool. it was purple. Because when they blew up, there were purple sparks, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to see purple sparks. I want purple sparks. I do. I want purple sparks. Yeah, and so and then the doctor is like, right, we've got to go. We've got to go and collect something. And he's like. Just, grins at them all and then it just ends doesn't it so they're yeah. off to go and collect the the planet that's <laughs> lurking around the time vortex and turn and, it into and the... hopefully um we'll see them turn it into a key next yeah i can't remember if we do or not i can't I remember we might do we might just see the bit of it that they've got i think so well i want to, I want to, I want to at least see the key part as well. yeah i'm sure i'm sure we'll probably see that but um so did you like the story as a whole? Was it a good story for yeah, you? Yeah, it was actually. Enjoyable, quite funny in places as well, isn't it? Quite uh, quite amusing. Um, yeah, so we've got two two segments of the key to time now. Which one's the next one? Don't tell me. Yeah, actually do tell me. Stones of Blood mm. is the next one, yes. That sounds menacing. Menacing, yes. Very, yeah, very timely because we'll be... We'll be watching it around um, Halloween time, won't we? So that's probably a good one to watch around then as well. So yeah, it's quite a good 
creepy sort of one. With menacing things. Is right that what you're doing? You're, you're, it's kind of like flat jazz hands. <laughs> or like you're playing a piano. <laughs> flat jazz hands? Or like you're playing a piano really fast. Because you're not up, you're not up, like you're not waving it like that, you're waving it downwards. Yeah, so. that's, that's my, I'm gonna, I'm just leaving that. That's what all flat right. jazz hands? Yeah, these are my flat jazz hands. Flat jazz hands. I don't know, maybe there's a name for that. Maybe there's a name for wiggling your fingers in that way. I mean, obviously, I can't show you on the podcast, but you'll have to just imagine. It's like someone playing a piano really fast. With all their fingers wiggling. Is this sort of like, you know, it's zombie-like or something, right? Well, I when guess. You, when you hold your arms out and do that. Yeah, I guess so. Zombie-like. Zombie-like fun times. Okay, well, there we go. That's another that's another podcast over with. Um, two segments of the Key to Time, as I said, found. So the next one, part three of the Key to Time season, is The Stones of Blood, which we shall watch next week in its entirety. Because, yeah, that's what it we tend to do evil. now. sounds evil. sounds evil. why the Bloodstones will never know. Well, no, we will know. We'll know pretty early on, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, be clever. Uh, you know, just, just saying. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, and we'll be back again next week with the Stones of Blood. But bye for now. Bye for now.